0: Welcome to the Seth Campbell podcast. This show is to equip you with real world tactics to improve your leadership skills, build your wealth and cause you to leave a multi-generational impact on your world. This is episode 25, the three most important skills you need to scale. Folks, this is a real important one. And for those of you that are watching on YouTube, you're going to have a little bit of an advantage today yet. Don't worry for those that are only on audio. I am showing a screen right now. And, uh, this lesson is going to be something that's a little bit visual. For those of you that are not watching on YouTube, that's okay. You can go back and watch it later. And I will do my best to explain it to you as we go. Don't worry. It definitely doesn't have to be visual. I just did that for those of us like myself that are very visual learners. This conversation is something that's near and dear to my heart. I'll tell you where it came from. It actually came from a conversation with my oldest child, um, Jared. He's 20 years old now, turning 21 this year. And I think we had this conversation riding in the car and like any dad, I was in one of those, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Cause he was getting past the, I want to be a police officer. I want to be a fireman. And he said maybe, and I was uh, selling houses as a real estate agent at the time. This was up in Massachusetts and we're riding the car and I asked him, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, Hey, maybe I want to make a lot of money. I want to build wealth and whatnot. And I was like, okay, cool. How are you going to do that? And he said, I think maybe I'll do real estate like you do dad. And I was like, all right, that's great. You'd be great at that. You can sell real estate and have a lot of support inside of that. Let me ask you, Jared, is there a limit to how much money You can make in real estate and he's no dad, there's no limit at all. It's commission and I can make as much money as I possibly want in real estate. And I said, that's not true. And folks, by the way, this is one of the, the falsehoods that sometimes those of us who are maybe in the commission world, we fall into this false belief. There is a limit. Every man, woman, and child has a limit and it's called 24 hours a day. And when I talked to Jared, and I have this pyramid drawn, and I believe in the base skill that you need is called sales skills. And I was like, Jared, you can be really great at real estate. You're going to need to learn his sales skills. You're going to need to learn scripts, dialogues, objection handling, how to really understand somebody's needs, help them make a great decision. That's what sales really is. It's not convincing somebody to do something. It's guiding somebody through a decision-making process to help them make a decision that's in their best interest, which might be by the way, not to buy your product or, or to use you. And hopefully you're okay with that as a really top salesperson. So you want to learn these sales skills and sales skills are amongst the highest paid skills in the world. Top 1%, top 2% earners are typically sales type roles. So sales skills is a, is a great skill to have. And by the way, the title of today's message was the three skills you need to scale, and it can be easy to sometimes feel like you don't need sales skills, particularly if you're doing like a a startup and you're well-funded, say you've got a tech startup, you're well-funded raising capital. That's a sales skill. Inspiring people is actually a sales skill going and recruiting the best talent at some level. If you're trying to do that, you need to enroll people in your vision. That's a sales skill. So leadership is sales. So at some level, you do need sales skills. How many great founders of even startup companies are well capitalized are really horrendous at selling. It's very rare to ever see something like that. And if they're, if they are terrible at sales. There's somebody next to them. That's not trust me for them to be successful. So the foundation is sales skills. And in this conversation with Jared, I was like, there is a limit to how much you can make. It's called 24 hours a day. And for those who are in the sales world, you do understand. Yeah, I can raise my average sales price. I could, I could squeeze more in. And yet at some point there's a limit, even in real estate. I think there's, there is actually a limit. People say, I want to have an abundance mindset. Absolutely. You need to have an abundance mindset, not a scarcity mindset. Yet, even in the world of real estate, there is scarcity. And what is the scarcity? There's an actual finite number of properties available to even be sold. So there is actually a ceiling. It's not unlimited. There's only so many plots of land or properties in the entire world. In your area, in your city, in your zip code, you can sell them all. There's a finite number. So anyway, sales skills does have a ceiling and it's called 24 hours a day. Now, when I think about our journey in towards scale, the two biggest factors that I like to take into consideration for all of us. And I think you do too, is money and time at some level, most every Entrepreneur or business person I meet has these two fundamental desires. I'd like more time and more money. And I used to fall for this false belief, and I don't know if you did too, that says, Hey, the more successful you are, the less time you'll have, the less time you'll have with your family, less time you'll have with your friends, less time you'll have for church, for social activities. That there is some false belief out there that if you go build a company or you go all in on something, And make a lot of money that you will be sacrificing minutes and time with your loved ones. And folks, I'm here to tell you, it's false. It's just a false belief. This right here that I'm teaching you today is the path to have both of those things to actually end up with more time and more money. Yet there's not a lot of ways to get there. This is a path that I know to be true. So let's say you build your sales skills, you hit your ceiling 24 hours a day. Now, what happens in terms of money and time at this first level now for money, like we just discussed, there is a limited ceiling, no matter what it's inescapable. And what is happening with our time when we're mastering sales skills, they say it takes 10,000 hours to master something. I'm okay with that. And I, and by the way, I don't think you need to master sales skills. If you can upgrade to the next level, but you do need to have a basic level of sales skills, you probably need to be a, a seven out of 10 in sales, if you want to work towards really scaling in a big way, because it's going to make the next two easier. So what's happening inside of sales skills on time is we're essentially trading time for money. We're giving our minutes and presentations and sales and whatnot in receiving money and income from that, which is why 24 hours a day puts a limit on how many presentations we could do, how many things we could possibly sell inside of that. There is a finite limit. So then what happens is I say, Jared, okay. How will you solve that? This is amazing. It's 11 year old. He was, he is. And at that time was already so smart. And he's wow. Yeah, I don't know. He's oh, I know. I'll do what I've seen you do, Dan. I'll hire more people. And then they can actually go on appointments too, and they can sell too. And when they work under me, cause I'm supporting them. I'll get some of their money and has like, boom, ding, ding, winter chicken dinner. Now, Jared, you're talking about a whole different set of skills called hiring skills. And I agree with you. That is the next level. And I said, Jared, is there a limit to how much money you can make if you master hiring skills? He's no dad. I don't think there is a limit. I really don't think there is a limit. I said. You know what, son, I agree with you. There's actually no limit to how much money you can make when you master hiring skills. That's how you get past the ceiling of income. There's no limit. However, a wise person once taught me at a very young age, Seth, every time you solve one problem, you create another. And if you're, by the way, a great visionary, a great leader, you can somewhat anticipate what the next problem or two that this solution will cause. And maybe you can get in front of those early. And you do solve one problem on ceiling of achievement and you create a new problem, a new challenge when you match the hiring skills. And that's how do I lead all these people? If I hire 15 or 20 salespeople and they all work directly for me. Now I have a, a new time burden, by the way, the time burden still is maybe, or could be, or probably is better than the solo sales time burden, where you really are on every appointment because your time actually becomes multiplied through others. In other words, when you get really good at hiring skills, and by the way, that is an entire massive lesson on its own. When you get really good at hiring skills, here's how you think about your minutes. They actually get multiplied. It's much like the dollars that you invest. When you, when, if I talk to you about investing dollars, we would have a conversation that says something like I put in a hundred dollars and I should get back a hundred plus 20% plus 10% 100. it's I put in X and I get back X plus or X times two, whatever it is, when it's a good investment, negative investment can be X minus X divided by two. Same thing goes for hiring, except it's about minutes. It is about dollars. Also, when I put in $50,000 in an individual, hopefully. They spend back $200,000 to the company. However, even better than that, because time is more valuable than money is is when I put 30 minutes into this individual, training them, supporting them, that equivalent is an equivalent of three and a half hours this week of appointments. I'm not going on. They're going on instead. When I put in 20 minutes of a conversation with this individual, I just got back 14 hours of my life because. They now know to go do this. And when I become a leader of leaders, I put in 20 minutes into this individual who puts in 20 minutes into that, who puts in 20 minutes into that person. And suddenly I can look at a calculator and say, wow, my 20 minutes is now equal to 8,000 hours worth of productivity. That's why hiring skills, it multiplies your minutes, by the way, just like investing, it could be the wrong investment and you can get back X minus. 10 x divided by two. Same thing as goes for wrong talent in the wrong role. You put $50,000 in an individual and lose $300,000. You can put 20 minutes into an individual and lose 15 more hours of drama or problems or trying to talk to the person that they went after into not quitting the company. Could be dealing with lawsuits, can be dealing with all kinds of stuff. So, hiring skills. When you talk to, we could go right now and individually pull 50 top leaders in the country and say, what's your biggest challenge? And I promise you 49 and a half of them are going to say, finding great people, having the right people, putting the right talent in the right seats. It's going to be something around hiring. It's going to be something around people. I'm going to do a series coming up in the next podcast on hiring and really break down Bit by bit, the pieces inside of that becomes it becomes this becomes the key skill. By the way, of the three major skills for scale, hiring is the one that makes the biggest difference. It's the one that will make the other two less necessary to master. You still need to know them. Yet, if I'm really great at hiring, I can get away with the level six or seven on sales skills, maybe even a level five in some cases, because I might hire that person next to me. That can cover me inside of that if they're in the right role. So hiring skills become the ultimate determiner of, of long-term sustained success at every level. And the crazy part is if I ask you right now, for those of you that are in sales or in leadership or whatever role you're in, and, and let's say you're really good at it, you're in the top. 5%, 10% 5%, 10% in your class. And I said to you, Hey, you're in sales. How many hours have you invested in learning that skill? How many hours have you put into mastering scripts and to practice and a role play into reading things and to How many classes have you gone to? How much money have you invested in self-development and in, in seminars and in podcasts and audio and buying this program and this online course? How many masterminds have you been to? How much money and time have you invested in a mastering the sales skill? And when I ask that question to the top salespeople, it's a staggering numbers. Tens of thousands of hours, hundreds of thousands of dollars invested over careers. And I come to the next question. How many hours have you invested in learning hiring? What questions to ask in an interview, behavior profile analysis, determining the job functions, parole, KPIs? How many dollars have you invested in going to hiring classes and how to hire and how to really understand behavior profile and the human dynamics and what's needed in the workplace. And I get a blank stare sometimes. And it's such a, uh, uh, an aha to recognize, oh my gosh, sales skills are different skill than hiring skills. And sometimes we forget when we become really great at sales, we forget how we got there, we forget the training that we put into it. And we can move to that level. We talked about in another episode of, of unconscious competence, where I just do it. And I don't even realize. I don't even remember how I learned this, like muscle memory. It's built in. I'm so good at sales. I forgot what it was like at unconscious incompetence Four levels of training. I forgot how to get there. If you find yourself in a spot where you are getting burnt out, you're stuck and you're really good at what you do. And you've been doing some hiring and hasn't really worked out as well. And some of your people, it's just not working out. Go back to that lesson. How many hours have you put into it? How many dollars have you invested in it? If it's not the same, if it's not more than what you've done in sales, it's time. It's time to get, become a student again and actually learn it. This is not an art form. People wake up good at hiring. They learn how to become good at hiring. And there is no perfect hiring system. It's not something you just outsource. Oh, I found this person, they're gonna get everybody great for me. And it's just gonna be, oh, whoever invents the perfect hiring system, trust me, the largest corporations in the world are gonna hire them, they'll be the richest person to walk the planet. Because it's humans, and humans are not perfectly read on what's gonna happen. So we know that hiring skills is the next evolution, and it's the one that makes the other two. Less needed to master. So if you're going to master one master this one, because it opens up all the doors you need. You have unlimited dollars and your time becomes multiplied. But remember the lesson when you solve one problem, you create another. And when we solve the problem of hiring and sales, we create a new one, which is, oh my gosh, how do I lead all these people? So that takes us to our third and final skill for mastery and its leadership skills. And I say to Jared, like, how will you solve that? Leading all these people, managing all these people. And he's like, I don't know, dad, that's a lot. And I was like, oh, it is. And there's many leaders out there who got good at hiring all these people around them. And they become this genius surrounded by a thousand helpers, or they become this person that has really good people around them yet. There's, there's imagine the organizational chart. It looks like a spider web with this leader in the center and all of these lines and all these other people connected to them. And it can be very draining as a leader. And what's missing is a new set of skills, leadership skills and leadership skills are different than hiring skills, which are different than sales skills. So again, how many hours, how much money, how much time have you put into leadership skills and what are leadership skills? Now here's one of the other big myths out there. I'm just not a natural leader. Oh, that person's a natural leader. There's no such thing as a natural leader. I'm sorry to say nobody's born a natural leader. You didn't come out of the womb, understanding job functions and giving advice and leadership skills. Nobody, nobody's a born leader. Now there are behavior profiles like any behavior profile, there's behavior profiles that make it easier or more natural for you to analyze numbers correctly if you want to be an accountant. There's behavior profiles that make it easier. Not doesn't mean you're better. It makes it easier for you to actually walk in a room and be social and, and go meet and greet everybody and there's behavior profiles make it more difficult, but can somebody become great at sales? If it's not natural, or it's not easier. There's like, there's some internal friction for them to walk in and work the room. No, they can certainly do that with intelligence, with practice, with skill. All of us have parts of our life where we have to sit down and do the grunt work, or we have to go work the room and smile and be social and we don't feel like it, that mean you, one person's better at it than the other. I'm not naturally a good listener. Could I go on a course on how to be a better listener? Yes. Can I learn skills, techniques, tactics? Yes. Leadership's the same thing. It's just a set of skills. There's a behavior profile. That allows or makes it inter- there's, there's less internal friction to have a confrontational conversation. A lot of times people that don't have that think that leadership is difficult. And by the way, even for those of us who do have less internal friction on having confrontational conversation, it doesn't actually mean we love to do that. It doesn't mean we're good at it. Trust me, there's plenty of people that have lots of internal friction that handle that conversation a lot better. You probably had the leader that it comes so easy to that maybe they never skilled up on how to do it very effectively and they blasted everybody. So take away this link between what comes natural behavior to any correlation, to being good at it. Who's good at it? 10,000 hours to master. They'll beat the amateur. All day, every day. So in leadership skills, it is a set of fundamental tactics in this situation. Here's the hand I'll handle it in this situation. Here's how to handle it. Here's how you hold people accountable. Step one, two, three, four. A lot of this stuff we've covered on different podcasts. You can learn all of it and then practice. Now the thing is because of a human and humans, none of us are always the same. It gets different, right? Oh, I did exactly what that step-by-step thing said in the book. It didn't work in that case. Maybe it was me. I was in a weird funk. Maybe it was them. They were in a weird funk, but it didn't land. Okay. How do I adjust? It's almost like for the best analogy ever is leadership is nothing more than like a toolbox. And, you met the person that has a million different tools that can handle the most obscure, odd job. Oh. I can actually, I have a thing that can round that piece of wood on the thing or make it whatever. And it has this weird tool that maybe they use once in 10 years and they pull it out and, and it's easier with that tool. That's all leadership is. There's an obscure set of tactics or conversations you have at the most obscure random time. And then there's other ones like a screwdriver, a hammer that are more common. That would be like accountability conversation. That would be like hiring conversation. It would be like setting goals, types of conversation. They happen, they handle, they happen a lot more often. So you definitely want to master those, but leadership is nothing more than building your toolbox. The analogy is true. If my only tool is a hammer, everything I see is a nail. And that's not going to be very effective in leadership. So that's all it is. And it can take a lifetime to master that it could take a It's, it's probably the one that doesn't take 10,000 hours. It probably takes 30 or 40 or 50,000 hours. I don't know. And yet you don't have to master all the tools because some of that stuff may happen every 10 years. Maybe you don't have that tool. Maybe you have to do it the hard way. You don't have the easy way and that's okay. You'll work through it. So leadership skills, what happens to money and time inside of leadership skills? We finally have achieved unlimited. There's unlimited dollars in leadership skills because. Really, you can build this empire with a lot of people who are really amazing and building through it, particularly when you hire, have great hiring skills. And you can have unlimited time. You literally can have unlimited time. There are leaders who choose to work and don't have to work. They could stop right now and they're set forever and they choose to work. And it's because of building on these skills, trust me. Think about this: If they went straight to leadership skills and had no, they'd never built hiring skills. Not even enough to get somebody else who's good at hiring skills. How far will they go? Not very far. They're going to be stuck. They're going to be exhausted. They have all these people working for them, and massive turnover. They're always going to have the job back. You can't get to unlimited time and money without hiring skills. Do you see? And when you're incredible at hiring people are self motivated self accountable build vision get on it how good your leadership skills have to be you actually can be a little bit have less skills less mastery of leadership that's why i said hiring makes the other two easier so where hiring can also allow me to be a 6 or 7 on sales great hiring can allow me to be a 7 rate on leadership and if i'm just okay at hiring if I'm like seven or eight in hiring, I better be a nine or 10 in leadership. By the way, if you're under a seven, probably in hiring, you're not going to have the empire that you want. You, you're, it's gonna be hard to get to unlimited inside of that, unless you're an investor and you're just doing passive investing. That's not what this conversation is about, this conversation is about building a business, I just want to clarify that. Cause there's gonna be somebody out there that shoots me a message and say, dude, I don't hire anybody. I don't lead anybody. I bought all these properties here much money. I make every Yeah. I'm cool with that. That's the investor path. It's awesome. Do both in my opinion, build business and build investments. Just be clear. This conversation is about building an organization. It's about scale towards an organization. So inside of this conversation, back to Jared in the car, going down 495 South in Massachusetts, Jared, what happens when you master hiring skills? Then you master leadership skills. You solve all of it, and you know what, Jared? The cool part about leadership skills is there's even bigger benefit in time and money. That's where you can leave a legacy. And remember, how this podcast is about leaving multi generational impact in your world. It started with this conversation with my son, Jared, in the car at 11 years old. That's when I realized that my life was about leaving a generational impact. I looked at him. Inside of that, my very first child, and I was like, "Oh wow, this! I'm here for more than just me and my current family. I think about him and his kids." Because uh, the words came out of my mouth, Jared. You know what happens when you build leadership skills? You give this level of wisdom to others to learn sales skills, hiring skills, and leadership skills, and then they can go pass it on to the next person, and pass it on to their kids, and pass it on to their kids. And before your legacy is here long after you're gone. And it's not about fame or fortune or anything else. I about impact Maybe they will never remember your name. That's fine, but you may have changed family trees. And in that moment, I realized how much God had changed. My family tree it's very different than the, he's growing up in a very different world than I grew up in with different wisdom and different opportunities, different understanding and. Proverbs says wise person leaves inheritance to their children's children. At that moment, I realized that it's my obligation to import this upon others. And the, the good Lord has built my life to a level of income or success. What do you want to call it? Where I may not have to work again. That's fine. And yet I choose to, because I want to create that opportunity for others. And I want to change other people's family trees. And it starts with my own home. So in that moment, I'm talking to Jared. And I'm saying, dude, you can change so many lives if you choose to take this path of hiring skills and the mastering leadership skills. And we're talking about generation after generation, the ripple effect of what you can create through others in your organization by equipping them. Don't just teach them sales unless they want to stay there. That's fine. Those who want more, who want to make an impact, teach them how to hire. Then teach them how to lead hiring. Is I get to lead you leadership is. I need to teach you how to lead that person, how to lead that, who teaches that person, how to lead that person, teach that person how to lead, that, that, person how to lead that, that person, how to hire, who teaches that person how to sell. And you can make a ripple effect. Leading leaders is the ultimate level when you work towards scale. So I leave you with these three lessons. Sales skills has a limit ceiling called 24 hours. And when you master that, where you get close to master 70% master 60% right now, start putting tons of energy into hiring skills and I'll help you over the next set of podcasts and believe me, hiring skills is the one that makes all the difference. And of course you're already practicing leadership skills. You're listening to this podcast and I'm sure you're subscribed to other things and you can get help with that. Keep working towards that and look at it like a toolbox. Don't worry about natural gifts. How many tools are you collecting? And are you using them in the right conversation at the right time? That's all you need to learn. And folks, you too can go leave a legacy across many generations and make a massive impact on the people that you lead now and the people you'll lead in the future and their children's children too. So with that, go forth and prosper. Thanks for listening. Love you. Please remember to check in on YouTube, check out our website, cfestrategies.com, sethcampbell.com to get the podcast notes on this. I will have some cool notes for you to go through. I'm sure you're going to want to review. Let me know how I can help you. If myself or my team can give you some business advice or help you through any struggle that you're having right now, that's what we're here for. We're more than happy to work with you and your organization on scaling up to the next level. Thanks everybody.